at the same time like are you forcing something on someone else in the same way that in a romantic relationship trying doesn't always work if you're not compatible or if it's just not meant to be Hello and welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hello, Voice Hugs. We have received a number of emails, DMs throughout this last year on the topic of friendship. Friendship. <laughs> Friendship. Everything is just a rainbow. Yes. SpongeBob. We're doing a SpongeBob rainbow. Imagination. We've kind of pushed off this episode for a bit. I think there's a lot of content on friendship, and you also recently, not recently, but maybe within the last month, two months, came out with a three months months. October. Time is (laughs) flying by. Okay, last year. (laughs) came out with an episode of friendship which by the way i watched and i absolutely love that video i thought it was so well made so if you haven't checked that out we'll also link that in the description but today we wanted to talk about adult friendships how to form and maintain long-lasting relationships and then also what happens when you start outgrowing your older friendships so a little bit of this like transitionary period leaving some friendships, entering into new ones. What do you do? How do you feel? I think we can start off by tackling the last question. Just throw things out of order for a bit. Have some excitement in our lives. I think we're both very growth-oriented individuals. I think if we are stagnant for an extended period of time, we start getting restless in any aspect of our lives. Even though like you know, we need to rest and it's okay to slow down and all of that, if we're too chill or if we're too one thing or another, we get a little restless. So by that definition, we've grown a lot individually. Our friendship has grown a lot over the years because I think we somehow mirror or parallel each other's growth. And we've also gone through similar quote unquote outgrowing of friends. And we'll share why it's in quotes later. (laughs) But how have you been navigating that? And like what came up five six years ago when you first started experiencing this growth beyond your current circle i think with friendships there's so many moving variables especially when you are younger so when you're in college or even younger than that in high school there are certain things that just make you friends with other people right like just location and you see each other every day and you really start experiencing transitions when you leave you go to college your lifestyle starts to change you start discovering you know what works for you what doesn't work for you do you like partying and drinking do you like being at home and reading and you get more energy you know with like one-on-ones versus in a large group so as you start to experience these changes you feel a change in some of your friendships right it's because I might be going down a certain path and this other friend is just not doing the same thing when I think about specific friendships that I've quote outgrown it doesn't have to feel as dramatic as it did 10 years ago Mm -hmm. back then I felt like I had to define it like 
I'm outgrowing this friendship and this is not my friend anymore and I need to compartmentalize. It was very black and white thinking for me, I think. But I think now what I actually appreciate the most in all of my friendships is that they come from different parts of my life throughout the timeline. And even though I might not be as close or as connected to some friends versus other friends that I might hang out with more now, there's still something so special about those friendships. How do you think you maintain them, Rowena? I see what you did there. (laughs) Throwing it back to you. I mean, like, I feel like we've shared this with each other many times before, just like offline, how before I think I was also very similar to you in that, you know, like you're either my friend or you're not, or like our lifestyle's completely different now. I don't drink anymore. I don't want to go party. Done, been there, done that. And I think like there's definitely an element of hidden judgment because you never want to be that friend who openly judges people. So you like, oh, I'm not judging, but inside you're like, yeah, like, why are they still living like that, you know? So I think that was maybe my mid-20s, a little bit late 20s. But then at this point in my life, I'm just like, I appreciate my friends, as you said, from all walks of life, because they all bring, it's like they all bring a different side of me out, like when I'm with my high school friends. It's like we're literally children. We bicker. Like, I I never bicker with anyone else in my life. But, like, with my high school friends, we bicker like we're children. And we fight mm-hmm. like we're children. But it's mm-hmm. all out of love. And no one else in my life can call me out the way that they can and can make fun of me the way that they do because they know so much about me. And they're not afraid of potentially, like, hurting my feelings because we know the baseline is just love. So, like, it's it's so fun. And, like, the way that we just, like make fun of each other love it um college friends it's like by proximity as you said right and then like you share the same interests of going out and drinking even though that was one facet of it i think to answer your question of how do you maintain friendships i remember reading this like random instagram astrology meme thing of how capricorns when they do something they really need to understand it and they really need to get to the truth and they won't stop until they like figure it out and I don't know why when I saw that it made me think about the way that I am with friendships because I am a cap rising and I think it's because when I meet people it's I think that foundation is really important whether you choose to really get to know them and also party with them or whether you just choose to party with them right and I think I chose the former where it's like I want to get to know you as a human And it just so happens that, like, we can also have fun together. The maintaining friendships part, to take a step back on, like, a more broader general scale is I think I'm naturally curious about people and their journeys and what they went through and how they became who they are today, the struggles, the challenges, the triumphs, the wins, and everything in between. And so because I'm able to build, like, a solid foundation with humans... It's like everything else that comes with it is just a cherry on top. But that like we like get each other on a fundamental level, even though we may value different things. I think you can still respect each other for being able to be vulnerable. That's to like keep the foundation solid, but to maintain it over time, that's like a different story. 
you need to make time you need to you know check in you need to be present but I think without the foundation none of this checking in would matter because it's just kind of like small talk like hey what's up you know what are you doing if the foundation is set you can go literal for months or years without talking to this friend but when you see them in person it will be as if nothing's changed so I think it's just focusing on building that foundation of your friendship when you're talking about building a foundation, I think something that came to mind is when you're trying to make friends, right? There are so many things that come into play. The easiest one is like you just physically are with that person. So whether it's your coworker or your school, right? So let's just say that's like not what you're looking for. Like you're not in that kind of an environment and you're trying to look for new friends. For me, I think the easiest way is through like friends of friends, but in order to form like a long lasting one, going back to your foundation, I think it really stems from, at least for me, asking specific questions and having them share parts of their life slowly over time to make you feel like you are connecting in that way. So for example, surface level questions would be, you know, like, where did you grow up? What was what school did you go to? What was your experience like? Right. And I think like for me, I love asking about what was hard about it or like what was what is your insecurity? What, you know, like, how did that make you feel? And it either makes them think about it and them thinking about it and sharing that with you feels a lot more intimate than kind of just stating facts about themselves mm -hmm. and then they usually will ask you the same question back you know like what was your experience like what was it like growing with three siblings what was it like growing with as an only child and you start getting to know people in that way at least for me that's my preferred way of learning about someone else if they are unwilling to or they don't know how to respond back then that's okay and I just know that like maybe they don't want to connect or maybe they're just not even really thinking about it. maybe it's not the right place or maybe it's not the right time and it doesn't mean that like oh this person I, I'm never going to be their friend because they're so surface level or whatever it's just that like okay that is what it is and then just move on to the next one don't be mm -hmm. too attached to like oh I keep trying to make friends or like you know these mm -hmm. friendships don't last see it more as like it's fluid it's dating what you brought up is really interesting right like when you start asking people questions you would hope that they would also ask questions back right mm -hmm. but in the event that they don't if you know what you're seeking out of a friendship and you want a reciprocal deep vulnerable open human connection which i think all of us want even though some of us may not know that it's what we actually want <laughs> As you just said, it's like dating, right? Like when you're dating someone, you kind of have an idea of what kind of person you want to date. Very similarly to friendships, it can help us if we have things that we're looking for in a friendship. Because I think at the end of the day, it's just relationships. And so if you're talking to someone and you realize you're asking a lot more questions than they are, and they're talking a lot more than you are, if you're okay with that, that's fine. Right. But down the line, you know what you're getting yourself into because that was how the first conversation played out. So I think it's just being aware of these things at the get go, just like how you would be if you were dating and to not be so infatuated by people 
just like a potential partner as you would a potential friend. The parallels between friendships and dating are actually so apparent, but it's fascinating that we don't really think about friendships or we don't put making friends or making friendships under a microscope as much as we do like a romantic relationship. Isn't that interesting? Why? Because friendships are so important. One of the biggest takeaways from my YouTube video that you're talking about So like I did a online community event, like a meetup where everyone kind of shared different tidbits of friendships and how to form deeper connections. And one of the girls said, I treat my friendships like I do my relationships. It's so simple, but I just never thought about friendship through that lens. And that completely opened my mind to wow, you know, like I plan dates with James. Why don't I plan dates with my girlfriends? I communicate i learn how to communicate with james i share about you know my wants and my needs why don't i do that in friendships too and also give my friends an opportunity to share about their needs and their love languages or anything when it comes to romantic relationships i think we have kind of like clear expectations of what we ex- mm. <laughs> clear expectations of what we expect um we have clear Do expectations we? for ish you know like you you have certain wants or needs or desires in the relationship that are just a lot more apparent than in a friendship friendship so what happens when your expectations of a friend doesn't match with theirs like you think a friend should be a certain way but they're not meeting you that like halfway and this has been your friend for a while it's not like someone new that you just met because I know right now we're talking about like forming those relationships Mm -hmm. what happens when your expectations change over time yeah I think it's to know that it's okay and that this happens and even though you quote-unquote outgrow friends or you may be conscious one day suddenly you wake up you're just like oh interesting this is what I want out of friendships and this is not what I'm getting there's very graceful ways you can go about like proceeding forward without burning any bridges and I think that is to me something that you know, I don't really know where it comes from, but I just think growing up, maybe it's parents, maybe it's, you know, with my cousins, I don't know. But I think I just value people and connection and know that it's not good to burn bridges or that, you know, what goes around will come around, you know, or like treat others as you would like to be treated. So from those perspectives, it's like, you know, even though I may know my expectations have changed or I'm more aware of them now and it's not fully aligned, I don't need to make it a thing yeah. publicly. Like, I don't need to, like, let's say if it's me and you, Viv, like, I don't need to be like, Viv, we've grown apart, do something about it, or, like, I'm leaving. You know, like, I don't think it needs to be like that, especially if your friend isn't as growth-mindsetted, if they're not as growth-oriented, they're also probably not going to understand where you're coming from and it just leaves so much room for ambiguity and misunderstanding. It also depends. Do you want to nurture this relationship? Or are you okay with kind of like letting it take a backseat for a bit? If it's the latter of liking it, letting it take a backseat, just like just slowly let it go. Maybe it will be let go forever because maybe they won't even realize and then you just lose touch forever. 
or you let go for a little and then they start growing in their ways and you guys reconnect down the line and it's a beautiful re-flourished renewed relationship I think you just never know what other people are going through truly and what they have in store like in their future just like how we don't really know what's in store in our future so I think to be able to kind of gracefully as you said flow and dance with these friendships without making it too big of a deal unless you care right like unless you really care about a friendship and you really want it to work and then you know your friend will be somewhat reciprocal to just be like hey I've been feeling this way about our relationship let's have a conversation about it I like what you said about not burning bridges because when I reflect back to some of my like best friendships in high school I had a friend I have a friend she's still one of my best friends but we used to talk every single day when she entered a different phase in her life where she I think she was like going through a breakup or something and so she entered into this like really wild party phase she's going to Vegas like every weekend and although I knew that like that was her phase and her season and it was just so not aligned with mine at that time I felt very disconnected from her I was like we are living two separate lives we used to talk every Every day we used to you know do all these things together and now you're making all of these like party friends that I was just not really into at that phase had I like burned that bridge if I was like you're kind of like changing you're not like aligning with my values we wouldn't be friends today and she moved out of that season you know like now she's in a completely different season she doesn't party I probably party more than she does you know (laughs) and it's like we can appreciate these different parts of someone and just let them live it out a little bit unless this friend is like toxic with you like it's like really hurting you and you really need to set boundaries that's another conversation to be had but more or less like I think you will go through so many friendships in your life. And I think recently I heard there's research on like every seven years you cycle through like new friends, which makes sense because every seven, 10 years, you as a person change. You either move, your lifestyle changes, things happen, right? Like maybe you have to prioritize family or career or whatever. And so the people around you will naturally shift and to not be too attached to one person Earlier, you were saying that, you know, if you truly want something to work and you like want to put that effort into this relationship, I think that's like, if that's being true to yourself, like, I think you should try because it's better to try than to not try at all. Right. But at the same time, like, are you forcing something on someone else in the same way that in a romantic relationship, trying doesn't always work if you're not compatible or if it's just not meant to be you know like you can't force something that is just not going to be there but you can always appreciate and like care about what was and know that that is actually still a part of you like that friendship that person is still a part of you and although your relationship might look different now it's not that they're gone forever who they are today is might not be who you fell in love with or like loved as a friend at that time and so yeah just things to consider to go back to what you're saying about friendships changing every seven years I actually think that's fascinating because I think we're at a stage in our life where 
maybe no one in our immediate circle of friends is getting married and pregnant or have or like already have babies but in the peripheral like mm-hmm. i'm seeing high school friends on instagram and i don't check facebook but i'm sure there's plenty on facebook who have popped out one two three babies already right and i think it's like you start having friends like one or two friends who maybe are pregnant or already have a kid and when you hear them talk about their life it's just like it's so different you know like this is just like right now what I'm talking about is like actual life changes when you move from high school to college when you move out of college to go to your first job maybe in a new city and then this new next phase is like settling down having a family and when that actually happens it's like when you have kids you can't go many places right and like it's hard to be with friends who also don't really understand for example one of Janibus's co-founders has two babies and then they invite us over for dinner and with two boys running around like you can't really have a full conversation with adults you know you just hear like oh parenting is hard you have you know if you do go over to your friend's house just like help take care of the kids for them for like 30 minutes to an hour so that the adult can just like sit and rest and like maybe take a shower or go to the bathroom (laughs) so that was kind of my mentality of like i'm just gonna play with the kids like if i can you know catch up briefly with the adults you know with my friends sure but if not like that's not why i'm here and towards the end of the night the couple was like yeah you know you guys you guys get it you know she's like there's sometimes friends who come over who you know kids are running around and they just don't get that like we can't be fully present because there's literally two children toddlers running around this is just kind of going to show like the different life transitions there's like a timeline of life and then there's also a timeline of your growth and sometimes they're matched and sometimes they're not so i my question for you is when you look back and there's moments where you seek new friendships what did you do or did you do anything differently to meet new friends who now are new besties? I don't know if I ever went out of my way to make new friends. I know that some people download like, you know, the Bumble friendship app where you can like meet people in the area. I've never done that. But for me, my friendships all happen very gradually For example, I think some of my closer friendships right now are the ones with my coworkers. To kind of share what I'm like at work, I'm the kind of person who can go to work and not talk to a single soul and just stay at my desk, do my work and leave and be completely fine with it. That's just my like working style. And I understand the value of like building relationships and stuff. But that is just how I would like normally go about my working day. I have two coworkers at work who drop by my desk often. Every time I go in, they'll drop by and they'll ask me how I'm doing. I remember in the beginning, I thought that was so annoying. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing work. Like, we're not really friends. You know, I'm trying like, to work here. Yeah, like we're going to talk about surface level stuff. Like, it's such a waste of time. But what I realized over time was like, 
I started missing them. Like if I went Aww. to the office and they weren't there, I like missed them and I would text them and they would ask me like, you know, how are you doing? And over time, slowly but surely, you start to get to know someone better. I want to emphasize this. Friendships don't happen overnight. They take years to develop. It takes years to develop trust. Even when you think about a romantic relationship, the first whole year of dating, it's not like you even really know this person. There's so many parts of someone that you discover over time. Slowly opening up to them and them opening up to me about their personal life. That was what made me feel closer to them because then I can understand that this is not just a working relationship. This is a person. This is a friend. They're going through something, you know, in their personal life. And that's why X, Y, Z, maybe they need me. Maybe I need them. And you just start to develop that over time. I think what's interesting for me when I think about you, though, is that you don't have a work setting necessarily with YouTube you know when you first moved to New York you're kind of doing it on your own and now I've met your friends from New York and you guys are such a great solid group I feel like they are so great for you too as friends like they align with your lifestyle and who you are as a person I'm curious how you went about meeting people who are like literally not in your office this is very interesting because I think like for some friendships like it just happens and you don't really think about it and then as you said over time five years later you look back and you're like oh we did that and we're where we are today because we built the trust over the years through the highs through the lows through public things happening on the internet right as like public figures and how I eventually met my like family friends who are like family in New York started as just me I think there's two parts I think one thing was I wanted to try something new career-wise not with the intention of oh I can meet other creators but just this is just something I wanted to do which could potentially help me open doors to meet people like Tim Ferriss or to meet people like Mark Manson like we talked about in the previous episode right that was more of what I was thinking but when reality however it unfolded it put me in a position where I could very easily DM another creator to be like, hey, you know, we're both in New York. Let's grab coffee or let's grab a meal. And because they have a following, they quickly check out your profile. And so you have a, you know, decent following and that you're a normal person and it's probably not going to be anything weird or you have mutual friends. It's a lot easier to reach out to people and to connect in that way and I think specifically for creators there's so much that you can talk about right from like management to just YouTube and content just like there's so many things that you can talk about that I could talk to you or I could talk to James or I could talk to my parents or my high school college friends about but it's like there's not that understanding yeah like it's like you guys can empathize but to fully understand that world is also different and like I don't expect you or James or anyone to if that's not what you're living and breathing I've met a lot of people over the years and it's like with anything right like even with dating with friendships too it's a numbers game like you meet 50 people you meet 100 people and maybe one or two they're gems or like even if you think about us 
within our college, there's like probably thousands of people, right? Within our fraternity, there's hundreds of people. But for us to be able to keep in touch and stay in touch a decade later, it's still statistics, right? Or like probability. Both subjects, I hate it. <laughs> or the one subject that I was so AP stats. <laughs> I got a C in stats. I know. I got a really bad grade. But it is a numbers game, right? So some people, they're like, they have a spreadsheet for dating and they're like, within 100 <laughs> people, I must meet one person. And then they like calculate blah, blah, blah. Like I didn't go into making friendships in that way. But I think looking back, it's like, yeah, you know, you can meet dozens of people and maybe one of them you'll really connect with and you'll start to build a relationship and then along comes another one or a third one and then maybe the first one like you know like you end up going different ways and then it just it's so circumstantial that I really believe that a lot of friendships are like if you believe in a previous life and past lives and all of that I really think it's like karmic bonds where if you're meant to be friends with someone, I think no matter what you do, no matter how far away you move from them, no matter how away, how far away you push yourself away from them, like they will be in your life. One specific friend comes to mind where like we just grew up together, went to the same elementary school, went to the same middle school, went to the same high school, went to the same college and like we're reconnected and we're with the same group of friends who like would go out and party together and then even now it's like she lives down the street from James like it's crazy you can't help but be like there's something here you know like there's some cosmic planning and like architecting going around here very similar to some of my friends in New York my closest friend in New York she and I just like we just so happened to be able to travel at the same time and when she goes back to Seoul like I just happen to be there just like these things have to line up for you to like ultimately get to where you are today within that friendship that I feel like some of these things even if I didn't try like it just naturally worked out the way that it did I think there's so much in what I just said but like put yourself out there don't be too attached to the results and just trust that you will meet who you're supposed to meet because looking back had i not started my youtube channel i would not have met any of my friends in new york because i met them through one friend and then she brought all the girls together life is interesting in that it surprises you when you don't demand too much from it again like i don't think i've got out of my way to keep friendships or like make friends i think what works works during that time in your life and like as long as you're doing your best to be a good friend and you know if you need more support like to communicate that with your friends i guess yes it does take time to build trust and whatnot Mm -hmm. but i also think it's important not to put everything like all your eggs in one basket like you should have a whole care team of people putting that pressure on one person is really tough earlier i was asking you about what happens if you have different expectations in what it means to be a good friend i had one friend who wanted like a best friend someone that you call in the middle of the night this is your go-to person if like things go wrong like you know this person will be there and you talk about everything with this one person and I know people do have that one best friend but because this person wanted that I felt like pressured to Mm. give that and Mm -hmm. I 
couldn't do that. Like that, that was a part of me when I was younger. And that's what we like had before. But that wasn't something that I could give anymore. And it was a really tough position for me to be in because our expectations of what friendships were were just so different hers wasn't wrong or bad you know it was what she felt like she needed and I personally just didn't want to be so dependent on one person anymore how do you navigate that I think I just had to kind of communicate how do you communicate that without burning bridges because I don't think I've had that conversation before I, I would just avoid it I think you have to have the conversation from a I perspective. Like you talk about yourself instead of a you. So like you're too much. You're being too dependent. I don't align with you. That Mm -hmm. is hurtful. I don't think you can ever go wrong if you share your feelings because all feelings are valid and nobody can dismiss your feelings. If I'm sad because of something that you did, You can say sorry for what you did, but like you can't say like you shouldn't feel sad. So if you come from the place where like you say like, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, like I love you and I understand that this is what your need is. And as much as I want to give that to you, if I extend too much of myself, I'm going to lose a part of me and it may lead to like resentment. Like I felt this before and I don't want to get there. So I just need to step back for a little bit, you know, and know that like you're important to me. I think of you. I can't give you exactly what you need, but it doesn't take away from how important this friendship is to me. My love for you. Exactly. And I think it's tough if the other person doesn't understand and takes it personally, but hopefully you just start (laughs) befriending people who do understand Mm. the importance of boundaries Mm -hmm. and self-care and capacity and those are the people that I ideally would love to be friends with because they understand when I'm going through a hard time and I can understand when they're going through a hard time and I think this is how you would approach the conversation now as a older slightly wiser more mature version of you because I'm thinking back to Like, I would just not talk to this friend. I may (laughs) just ghost this friend. Uh Because I also didn't have the know-how or the communication skills to be able to even express what it is that I'm going through. Maybe maintaining long-term friendships is being okay with the uncomfortable conversations. Being okay with expressing your needs and like seeing where it goes from there. Because I think that itself is very hard. You want to be a good friend. You know what your friends Mm -hmm. are feeling and you want to be there for them. But it also helps if you understand yourself. Like, why am I avoidant? (laughs) Why do I, you know? And then you can also explain that to them. So with this specific example, like... I felt like what she wanted felt very codependent to me. And I had been in a place in therapy where I was recognizing codependent relationships and I was trying to break out of it. So I I had to kind of explain that to her. That was who I was. And maybe that's not what you're looking for. Like maybe what you're feeling is not codependency, but like what I'm perceiving from this, like what I'm, what's coming up for me is this feeling of like, not interdependent but like codependent and so I need to process some of these things first before I can truly be there with you or for you 
And really quickly, can you explain the different dependency styles? I think codependent is when you take responsibility for someone else's feelings or like you put that onto someone else too. I think a very good visual that James would show me is if you put your finger together and you lean it on each other, this is interdependent. Independent is if you put the fingers up so that they're both not touching and they're they just look like two little matchsticks. And I think codependent either it's like too far to the left or too far to the right leaning on each other it's like i depend too much on this person to like make me feel happy and it's true in friendships and in romantic relationships because at the end of the day it's just all relationships (laughs) so just going back to everything we've been saying throughout this whole episode i think any relationship is like a dance and flowing like water Some people will come into our lives just as quickly as they leave. Some will come and stay for a while and then ultimately leave. Some will stay, leave, come back, leave, stay, leave. You know, like (laughs) you never know. There's this one quote that's so good. It's like people come into your life for a reason, season or a lifetime. Like, you know, the pain comes when you like put them in the wrong bucket, basically. Totally just butchered that quote. (laughs) However, it rings true because it just, it's like kind of our expectations are not aligned with reality is when, you know, resistance, suffering, pain, all those negative feelings, sadness kind of comes from. So just being able to roll with the punches, to be able to put yourself out there, you know, the worst thing that someone can say is no, really like, hey, do you want to grab coffee? Sure. Maybe not today. No. Most often than not, we'll realize worst case scenario isn't bad at all. To understand that, to push past insecurities and potential social anxiety. And the best cure for social anxiety is actually curiosity. Because if you're curious about someone, if you want to learn about them, if you want to just get to know a person, if that is louder and brighter, then it will help calm your nerves because you're like, I'm just trying to get to know a person. And so I think we can actually dedicate a whole episode to social anxiety because <laughs> it's something we both have. And I'm sure all of you guys have too, to some extent or another. It doesn't matter if you're introverted, doesn't matter if you're extroverted. I think it's just something that is there and that should be talked about. With all of that being said, I think adult friendships friendships in general it's such a huge topic and it's something that we can talk about for hours so would love to hear more of your situations if you have any questions or scenarios that you're facing currently and hopefully in the future we can do more specific scenarios within the topic of friendship yay If you do have those questions or scenarios, you can always email us hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Shoot us a DM at voicehugspodcast. And we'll see you in the next episode. Voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye. Bye.